All right, we are here with part four of our Talking with Friends, our summer podcast series. Part four or five, we still got one more to go um, after this, but we're thankful for that. Oh, you are joining us. Well, one more after this. Uh, one more yeah. after yep. this. One more after this. Why am I losing it? I thought we had two more for no. some reason. No. One more after this. I mean, we could do two more, but we're scheduled to do one more. No. Well, I mean, uh, Until the I'll, fall. Leave it, I'll leave it up to you. I mean, <laughs> who haven't we talked to yet? Yeah, we've talked. Well, today we were, we're joined by our men's soccer head coach, Brian Perez. Uh, before we talked to Aaron Meister, we've talked to Dustin Gallion, our new men's golf coach. And Director of Golf, Aaron Meister, our men's and women's wrestling head coach. And then our last one last week, we had Joshua Johnson on, our new competitive cheer coach. So we've got yeah. now Brian Perez here with us today. And then our next podcast, we'll have Austin McBeth, our new men's basketball coach. So the series we're focusing on the summer is introducing our new head coaches to you. Wow. And so Why did that seem to fly by way too fast? It has flown by. The summer has flown by. It really, it really has. has. So Brian is here now. He don't need probably as much of an introduction as what the other coaches had because he's been here already for a couple years as an assistant coach. But anyway, Brian, thanks for joining us today and thanks for stopping by. Thank you, Levi and Morgan, for having me. Yeah. So heading into your first season at the helm as head coach now, um, you know, we're less than one month away from our season opener on August 21st here against Grayson University. How would you kind of assess where the program currently stands right now? Um, well, I think we stand pretty strong. I think we have a very good base of returners um, that have had very good career here in, uh, in France. And also, you know, we brought about 20 newcomers. So those 20 newcomers are from different places of the world, local, Norway, Japan, Brazil, um, you know, you name it, Australia. So we have very, very diverse um, team in where I think that will help those new um, returners, you know, reach our reach our goal. Yeah, so as I mentioned, you've been the assistant coach here for the past two seasons, and you've also been the head coach of FC Wichita here in town. So you're very familiar with the local scene here, the local turf. Has that kind of sort of given you a home field advantage when it comes to recruiting this base and recruiting the top players here in town being here for two years and also having the base at FC Wichita? Absolutely. I think that that was the biggest um, factor why I wanted to stay here at France because I think they're just giving every um, every kid the pathway from not just um, from FC Wichita, you know, starts at five, six years old, um, you know, to, you know, 18 years old, um, having an opportunity to play college, you know, because um, only, what, one or two percent um, get to play college um, mm -hmm. sports. So that's that's huge. And, and being able to um, have that in within the community and the opportunity um, for me, also be hands-on on, on the youth um, in the daily. It, it just helps that pathway. Yeah. Well, you mentioned top guys coming back and also newcomers. One is Juan Zamora, who has – he really was an impact player from the first minute he stepped on campus. Yeah. I mean, he the way he has developed, he's a two-time All-KCAC selection. He was named Newcomer of the Year his first year, and now he's an NAI All-American this past season. So just kind of from where he stepped foot on campus, the way he's developed – how big of a senior campaign do you think he's capable of? Oh, I think he, he he's capable of, of more. I think that not only he has impacted you know the team 
with this individual, um, you know, skills and, and, and just, you know, his presence. But I think also making the other players better. I, I, I got to work with him this summer and just I saw a little bit difference of, of, of just that demeanor and, and, and just kind of that, that work ethic he had this summer. So I'm, I'm very, very excited to see him transition that into the, you know, this fall and, and, and see him develop more. Yeah, we're talking about how summer's flying by, and it really has, but we're still a little over a week from all the athletes arriving back on campus, so there's still a little sliver of summer left, but it's dwindling. Uh, but is there any returners or other new returners? We talked about Juan Zamora, obviously. He stands out. But is there a couple more returners or a couple key newcomers that fans should kind of keep their eyes on for making an impact this season? Yeah, I mean, I think last year we, we had quite a few guys um, show a, a very – just a very good season overall. I think that our goalkeepers, um, you know, Chewy and uh, and Jasper, <clears throat> really gave us that that solid back, um, you know, confidence. And you know, having Sandoval coming back and, and his just work ethic and Kai and his his uh, you know skills and and, and just a you know Christian, he was able to to get a, a very good season as well. Um, we we have a quite a few guys that that they were still young. I mean. Kai and, and Christian and, and Sandoval, they're all freshmen. So, I mean, they, the quick quick impact they made to the team and, and for them to, you know, be a little bit more mature this year will help us a ton. Yeah, absolutely. Well, now we're kind of on to the fun part of our podcast. Now, I I don't we're never really 100% serious on our podcast, but I kind of handle the <laughs> semi-serious part of it, you know, the mostly serious kind of in-depth stuff of the program and, you know, the student-athletes and, you know, the competitions and all that. We get that from me. Then Morgan kind of takes over and she asks some fun, lighthearted questions. And she never tells me the questions either. So they're, they're, <laughs> they're new to both of us. And so whatever, you know, she has, she can just go ahead and fire away. All right. Okay. So I'm not going to lie. Just because I'm very – I'm genuinely curious. I've never played soccer before. Like, ever in my entire life – because I don't like to run. Right. Right? Okay, so. That's a requirement. I know, right? <laughs> I, like, yeah. So I'm wondering, what is the joy of of running up and down the field and yeah. getting kicked all the time and stuff? I don't, I don't know. I personally don't get it, so I kind of want to, like, know from a soccer player, I guess, in a way, yeah, like soccer coach, like, okay, where's the, what, what exactly is the joy in this? Yeah, no, I mean, I honestly don't like running either. If you tell me to just go run to run, I, I just wouldn't. There's no joy in it. For me, it's just uh, the the smaller things that the game gives you, um, just making that pass, making the dribble, uh, making a tackle, um, playing with your teammates and, and finding that joy working with each other, um, and just the reward of scoring a goal or, 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 or defending a goal. Um, from you know from happening is is just is just huge words that that you know that you work for um you know and and you just you know you you just love it you know i i've loved this since day one i don't i mean it's kind of hard for me to to kind of explain you know um somebody that that just learning the game but i mean for me it's just as soon as you step in the field and i'm doing those things you know i i think that you know it brings joy to me you know so and now obviously as a coach it it uh it, it brings me still that joy even though i'm not playing and running around which i love to do 
um, you know, I get to work with, with student athletes that, that are, you know, eager to learn and eager to do those same things that I'm, you know, that I just talked about, so. Yeah, that's, that's honestly, like, really awesome, but, I mean, I get it, because with, with volleyball, people always are like, you actually enjoy jumping up and down and falling on the ground, basically, all the time. I'm like, right. heck, yeah, so, like, I get it. Yeah. It's just, I don't know, it's a lot of money. Yeah. <laughs> but I think I just can't get past that. I don't know why. But yeah, I mean, it, it, it requires running, but it's, it's not like, a, uh, you know, just run to run. Sometimes you run for 10 yards. Sometimes you sprint for 20. And sometimes you're walking, reading the game. So I think it's just, you know, that, that just difference of running. And, and, and that's why I love the game, just because you can be, a tactical technical team or you can be a runner team i mean if if you're able to do all that and work together as a team you i mean that's where you become successful but i i you know just again it's just love the game just because the rewarding of scoring a goal which is very very hard to do mm -hmm. is 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 huge you know that's, that's really awesome. Okay, I think, uh, okay, I'll give soccer a chance then. I'll give it a chance, I guess. She, I don't know. She's tried, she's tried race walking. Um, <laughs> when we had um, Jason oh, and Henry on earlier, she, she tried to inquire about race walking. Then we had Aaron on um, in the summer, and she tried to wrestle. Thought, you know, it's kind of a theme that we have. Like, Absolutely. What's I'm, more I'm gonna try next? What's more should try next? I think you should. I think yeah. you should definitely try it. And, uh, and and you never know. Maybe you know you're good at it. Maybe Brent will call you. Uh, <laughs> I don't know because I might be that person that's in the backfield. Like, okay, I can chill back here and just watch and walk a little bit. Oh man, now the ball's coming my way. Dang it. Okay, now I should do something. I feel like that would probably be. Yeah. But um, but yeah. So super super awesome. Okay. Hmm. Okay. I'm also really curious because I'm not sure if we ever got an answer for this one. He uh -oh. might have, but I don't think I ever did or okay. I ever knew the answer to this one. Okay, so I was actually working on his last game. Mm -hmm. Okay, yep. you maybe know where I'm going with yep. this, maybe. Yep. <laughs> I'm very, very curious. Okay, one, do you know what that rush problem was? And two, why did y'all get yellow carded after the game was uh. over? You know what? That that was something that I actually was going through the interview process, and and it was a tough time for me. I usually don't talk to the refs. I'm really good friends with refs, and 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 just been, you know, just had that just my, just kind of my approach to refs. You know, um, they're humans. They make mistakes. Um, I after the game, I I you know there was a a, a moment in where they you know they they didn't call. A handball in which they should have called or or a throwing that that should have been a throw in um and it just happened and they didn't they just they didn't and i wanted to an answer right and i wanted to you know ask them why didn't they call the handball or why did they do the throw in and th you know they weren't answering me so obviously I kept going. Yeah. It was a heated game against Newman. Yeah, I'll try to <laughs> stay cool this year with against Newman, especially. So I, it, it was one of those moments that, um, you know, the moment got the best out of me, and and I, I went to the ref and I really demanded an answer, and uh, and and just you know and just got a yellow card for that for for not stop 
not not you know not letting it go if you will mm -hmm. so it, it was a tough time I, I you know I apologize to to Rob the team you know coach then Joe just because I, I I don't think you know I should have even just approached the referee just because it already already happened right mm -hmm. um, he already didn't call it he already the player already went by so um, so yeah I mean I, I I with as much as we time we put in this I mean sometimes the emotions get in the way and, and you're wanting to win and it's so hard to score like I said and where we don't you know when we don't we're not able to or, or whatever the game might be that it, that is um, uh, a heated game and sometimes those moments get the best out of us coaches and, and again I think I do really well overall with controlling those emotions but you know there's a couple of times that I've I've uh, you know the passion just overcomes this you know so coaching just 12 year olds how to play volleyball I know there were a few <laughs> times I got heated with some of our refs and I'm like or other coaches got heated right. with me while I was trying to ref the games you know so I mean hey you gotta defend your team you gotta defend yeah. your players you know like that game against Newman was intense that was, it was intense it was, I really was wanted fun. to win that <laughs> I really wanted to win that game too I, I, I it, it was I wanted to win it for the guys like I know the guys our friends over there yeah that you know and, and just what it meant for 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 the city for us everything um and you know and and just you know i again i think we should have beat them yeah but well you look happens. at the record going <laughs> in and um, of course i that first the, the game we played against them was the first time i'd seen them play all year obviously right but um i think it looked like just from looking at their record prior to the match and the stats and the numbers that i saw they upped their game for that match. I mean, they were into that just like we was. I mean, it oh, really yeah. meant a lot to them. Oh, no, yeah. Because we come in there on a roll. We were playing great soccer. Yeah, and no, we, we, we were in a good momentum. Um, I know some of those players and coaching staff, and, and yeah, they wanted to win yeah. as much as yeah. as we did. So, um, I yeah, I, I think, again, we, we're we going to see another match like that hopefully um, this fall. And, and, yeah. And, and I'll promise I'll stay my cool. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> man. Oh, man. Yeah, that Kellogg rivalry. It's real. It could, turn, yeah. it could be it. fun, though. It could turn into it something could kind be of fun. fun. We had yeah. a trophy in the middle. We, I mean, yeah. it, was, it, was, <laughs> it was a fun match. Yeah, yeah, I, mean, yeah, I, wish, I, I guess I wish we'd have won, but it was a fun match. No, it was I back absolutely. and forth. And absolutely. Okay, and then my last question, just because I guess I don't really know the history of soccer either. Um, so, like, why, okay, what do you prefer, football or soccer? And we had this conversation. I know where this we stems did. from. I know where this question stems from. I, didn't, I, don't, I don't know what she asked, but I know where it stems from. When we was talking about the Olympics, and they call it, you know, in the Olympics, they're calling it football. Uh, football. Um, and she, she's talking to me about it, and I, I don't really have it. I mean, hey, we call it soccer. We it call here. it Americana, football Americana. And that, which is the NFL, obviously, and right. then we have soccer. So, uh, it's only in America they call it soccer. No. Um, nowhere else in the world they call it you know, soccer. So, is is you know, I'm I'm assuming they did it so they doesn't you know just interfere with the name of American football, um, but. For me, obviously, I've you know I was born in Costa Rica and raised there until um, I was 12, um, and then Miami. 
I was raised in, you know, Miami, Florida, which is another Latin country over there, um, basically. Um, so we always called it football, mm-hmm. you know, and, and, and until I got to the Midwest when I was 18 um, in Kansas City, you know, I started hearing a little bit more of the soccer term and, and, and just, you know, just calling everything. Oh, yeah, soccer, soccer. So um, getting, you know, it took a, a little bit to get used to, but I mean, it is what it is. Obviously, yeah. I, I, you know, I, I like American football. I, you know, it, it's, it's a good sport, um, you know, so it, it was a it was just an adjustment for me as well um, to call it soccer. But, you know, it, it is also tricky because it's like foot football so it's like with your foot yeah, yeah. but i won't get into it yeah. <laughs> i agree with you yeah, I, agree. I don't have i so, have a great answer i it'd probably been similar to what i mean what you said makes total sense so, right but i wouldn't have had a specific answer because right. I don't, it just makes more sense to to call it football right but, i mean i don't yeah but i've I, grown up that way so i never questioned it so I, I, yeah i don't know the history about the american football and, and, and how it came about but yeah it, it, it is one of those things that it makes you wonder it does, <laughs> it yeah. does. Yeah, and I've it's watched both question. my whole life so it's not like I said growing up it, it's always been football and soccer so I've never known to question it but really it, it makes better sense to call it even football even in England they call it you know football. they call it football yeah, yeah. so it it is. It is tricky. I, you know, in America, we like to do our own way. You know? We do. We do. We do. <laughs> Good or bad, we like to like do that. it. Fair you know, or not, stubborn like we that. do. That is the truth. That's the truth, you know, which is great. Just, let's start a petition and have a revolution. <laughs> yep, yep. Call it football. Get, we're changing the name of American football. We're... That doesn't make sense. Call that pass ball or something. I don't know. Well, the NFL have it, wouldn't they? They wouldn't allow that. I don't no, know. Yeah. I... Nowadays, though, like when I hear football, like on an international level, whether it be the Olympics or World Cup or anything like that, now I I'm much more tuned into it. Now, like when I first heard it, though, I was confused. Like, what is what are they calling this football for? It's not football; it's soccer. Yeah. So I mean, when I was a kid, it just blew my mind. But now I'm like oh, used no, to it. And, oh. It's funny because we have to do. You know, I, obviously, like I said, I have a lot of guys from different areas, very diverse team, in which they have to register through school and everything, and they, you know, you have to put the sport. And I mean, it happens more than you know, more than you think <laughs> that they just put football instead of soccer. And yep. then I get a, a, a email from Dion or, or somebody saying, "Hey, is this your player? Because it's not our player." <laughs> like, yeah, he put you know football instead of soccer, and and we try to fix it. But yeah, it is one of those things that that yep. I wish I had the answer. It's a real, <laughs> but none of us really know. It's yeah, one of those, it's one of those so crazy things. So if you find things. the answer, let me know. Yeah, yeah we're gonna look up. This up now. I'm going to look complete history of all of this stuff now. No more, Morgan. She'll find an answer to it. She'll, she'll find a specific answer <laughs> to it. Awesome. All right, Brian, thanks a bunch for joining us. Um, we enjoyed it. And season coming up soon, um, August 21st, 4 p.m. Graceland University will be here at Adair Austin awesome Stadium, and we'll talk to you again soon. Thank you so much for having us. All right, thanks, Brian. Right. Appreciate you. Bye. Yeah, so the athletic season is coming up soon. We talked about on our last podcast soccer. That's going to be our first home game. Um, our first home game is going to be um, August 21st. But we have volleyball that starts actually the day before that, on August 20th, in the KCAC Fall Fling um, in Hutchison, Kansas. So we've got uh, several things coming. in volleyball is actually home August 25th. Um, we said on Friday we there's the home events seem to be rolling. happening a lot earlier this year. Yeah. Than what they have. It's about as early as home games 
that's what I can remember. And then we just kind of have them all scattered around through the fall. So we got that coming up. And for me, this is the last week of summer. Like, I've always been this way ever since I've been in sports and really ever since I've been in school, to be honest. Um, yeah. <laughs> so really the whole, my whole life, basically. Yeah, I, f um, I feel that. <laughs> August 1st is when summer's over. Yep. That's when either school starts or the sports start. Yeah, like me. Saturday on August 1st, straight up, especially like from high school on, that's when your summer is over. Yep, yep. <laughs> As an yeah. athlete. That's where my mindset changes. Like, so. yep. Yeah. It changes. I, I feel that 100%. It changes. I mean, I know we'll still have roughly three weeks, three office weeks for sure before our yeah. first event. But on August 1st, my mindset is now geared toward the season. Right yeah. now, for the rest of this week, it's still somewhat something that I am getting stuff ready. And <sighs> that, you know, the conference needs. We got football media day coming up on August the 5th. So I'm working on our digital media guide and stuff like that. But. It's still kind of a summer mindset to where it's a little laid back, a little, um, little relaxed. You're not feeling the pressure just quite yet. But August 1st, I will feel, feel it. And it's my birthday of all days. So know, on my right? birthday, the summer is over. It's like the way it is. It's like, okay, it's time to get busy and time for the school year to start. So Yeah, pretty much. I try to enjoy pretty that much. day as much as what I can. But my mind is still, for sure, after that. I'll after never, I will that, never forget no. the year that I transferred high schools was the year of all the times the very first day of school was my birthday august 26th yeah. back yeah. in 2014 yeah 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 so i kind of i kind of feel that that's like, the way it I think goes a yeah. lot of august people feel yeah. that you know it's like it's the start of everything it's mm -hmm. just like but this year is going to be a little weird for me yeah. i'm not gonna lie i'm already kind of feeling different. it yeah it's gonna be different <laughs> I'm like, no. man, because it was kind of weird. Like, whenever we were walking over here and we saw the whole volleyball team, basically, yeah. I was like, what on earth are they doing here? Like, I'm so confused. But yeah. then again, I'm like, oh, I'm not going to I'm not gonna be in the know anymore, so I have no idea. Mm -hmm. But, hey, hey, I'm not regretting it, it is, by any it means. Is, but it it's is just kind of a little weird. Yeah. I'm like, yeah. huh. It's, it's different. It's different. Well, you know, you can always scratch your itch here, though, whenever you get the oh, yeah. urge to be in sports. You can always... Uh, Call me up. We can always find something for you to do. Yes. Something. No. I've got multiple things I can do. Yep. You know? Yep. I, 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 I will say this much. I don't think I can do golf. That's the one sport I think I'm, I'm definitely going to have to nix. Yeah. <laughs> a, not because I don't like it. It's yeah. literally because I'm literally no good at it. Yeah. 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 My, the extent of my... Okay. I have to tell you. Whenever we were in Michigan, mm -hmm. I actually beat my grandparents and Travis in putt-putt. One time. Out of all three times that we played putt-putt really? golf, I beat them once. And it was the last time. Well, maybe that's the start of something. <laughs> I know, now. right? Maybe you're breaking it's out. the start of something. You're breaking you. out, maybe. Yeah, you could be a rising star. <laughs> yes. You know, we went miniature golfing for Luke's birthday last week, too. And, oh, really? Uh, yeah, and uh, that, that's why he wanted to. We didn't really have a party. We just wanted to go. He wanted to go miniature golf, so we did that. And um, I, I finished in second. Out of five of us, my yeah. wife actually beat me, and I but I beat Matthew, and Luke, and Peyton. She had two holes in one. Nice. She had two hole in ones, and she beat me by two strokes. If not for those weird, lucky, fluky hole in ones, I would have won our family uh, miniature uh, golf invitational. I'm sure. I would have won. It. <laughs> I would have won. I never had a hole in one. Now, I had two several times, but never one. 
So I, I'm claiming that's why I lost. Cause that, you know me, I don't like losing stuff No, like I know that. you don't. So, so that's why I'm like, that's funny. Yeah, uh -huh. I'm sure that's yeah. why you lost, you know. Yeah, it is. She, she'll tell you. She had two hole-in-ones. <laughs> she had two hole-in-ones, and that's can't repeat it. But she I had two. It. That's awesome. She had two, so she won. But my putting, what hurt me to start with, though, I fell behind. I could almost come back and won. But my putting was off to start. Oh, really? Like, I had a couple extra strokes that I should have putted in. It's like the first two or three holes mm -hmm. that I didn't do. And You know it's all putting, right? And that, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, but I mean, like, putts like three or four feet of five, five feet oh, away. Oh, yeah, yeah. Not from the start of it. Like, we were trying to get around the rock or trying to get around, yeah. you know, trying to get on the, get over easy... the hump. Just like a regular putt. Yeah. Um, and my putting skills are low. I got better, though. It, it come around, but okay, see, there you go. not enough to overcome two hole-in-ones. <laughs> No, that's all it was. Not that's what it enough. was. That's what it was. Oh, man. So, yeah, the uh, season is starting soon. Can't believe it, but it's here. Um, speaking of games going on, the Summer Olympics is rolling along. They, it is. It really yeah, is. Yeah, there's been some positives, and there's been some negatives from our Olympics team this year. Mm. Um, starting with basketball, as we, we talked about on Friday. Yeah. We actually wound up losing to France, which we... Uh, Are you serious? 83-76 in the first game on Sunday. Is this men or women? Men. Yeah. Now, so that we lost yeah. to France and come back and beat Iran last night late. Well, that's good. Um, I watched half of it before I went to yeah, bed. We can't, was, we can't lose yeah. to them, you know. 120-60... to 61. Let's see. I believe it was 120-66 the final score. That's not bad. And the bad. women have won their game so far. They're undefeated. Yeah. Um, the men just need to win one more and maybe even not even need that with their point difference but to be in the quarterfinals. Yeah. But then it's win or go home. It's single elimination. So yeah. You lose again, you're out. Um, I think the women's three-on-three three team, they just won gold. Women's three-on-three three just won gold. That's awesome. Um, yes. Big so time. positive. That's big time. First, that, first time that's been a sport. Yeah. That's fun. I will say uh, a huge upset was softball. Oh, I know Japan. Uh, Japan won two to nothing which that in the was, gold medal game. It was a really game. good game. And you know what? Japan has yeah. always been probably our biggest competition in softball, I yeah. think. Well, it was because the last time softball was an Olympic sport was in 08. Yeah. And Japan upset us in the gold medal game that year, too. So now two straight years, Japan's beat us. Man. For two straight Olympics, Japan's beat us. Our, our, our softball team, Team USA, come on, man. What's going on with Japan? Yeah. They've lost, we've lost hey, them two times really in a row. it was a close game, and they ended up, like, coming out in the in, towards the middle slash end yeah. of the game, you know? I mean, it is what it is. They just have more hits than us. Yeah. You know, yeah. they were they were swinging way more than we yeah. were, you know? Yeah. And yeah. That, that can make or break a team sometimes, yeah. you know? Yeah. Huge, huge upset with gymnastics, too. I was getting ready to say, that was a runner-up finish to the Russian Olympic Committee, and that's... Uh, and what's sad is that, like, okay, that, so last that night... Wasn't, yeah, that was unfortunate. Yeah, it was like, last night, we um, I was at the gym, and they had gymnastics on, on the TV, you know? And I literally, like, on our beam, watched two Russians, two Russian gymnasts on beam, fall. Yep. And you know what? And our person, she didn't fall. She really, she had some pretty, pretty good execution, I thought. However, I'm not an expert, so I don't know really. I'm not a judge. I can't tell you. But, I mean, one girl fell off, and she was literally like a tenth of a point lower mm -hmm. than our girl, who had no deductions at all. There were some curious scores. There that. really were, and I'm just like, what 
is going on And gymnastics here? is such a tough sport because uh, you're actually, like in basketball, whoever scores the most wins. Yeah. It's easy to keep track of. And I know we, we watch in the Olympics and we keep track of it and it becomes just, you know, normal procedure. But gymnastics, you're really relying on judges' scores. Yeah. I mean, you're relying on their eyes to judge. And it's so, the deduction and everything is so, it it's kind of complicated the way they come up with the scores. And um, there was some eyebrow-raising scores that come yeah. up. And that's not an excuse why we lost. I don't know if it, but we lost by about two points. So, Which is not Give bad. or take. You know I mean, it could have, you know, it you know, it definitely could have come down to some of the cards. No doubt. Yeah. No doubt. Well, and in all honesty, like us, I understand why she had to pull out, you know. I get it, especially from someone who, yeah. who's had multiple injuries having to stop, you know. Yeah. It sucks, yeah. you know, but losing Simone Biles did not That help. definitely hurt, no doubt. I feel like that probably hurt the most. Yeah. But, hey, I think still Team USA, they held their own. I, yep. st I think the finals were a little questionable, but, I mean, hey, again... I don't know how exactly they score in gymnastics. I only just did gymnastics, not competitively, mm -hmm, always mm -hmm. just for fun, you know? Yeah. But, um, so it's just, it's just interesting to see, okay, why was that move difficult, but this one that's just slightly different wasn't yeah. as difficult, you know? Yeah. Like, I'm, yeah. I don't really know. However, I was mainly a tumbler because one time I did fall off the balance beam and, like, completely, like, hurt my shoulder. Like, one shoulder was higher than the other because mm -hmm. I hit the mm -hmm. balance beam yeah. falling off. Fun times, fun times. <laughs> See, that was the beginning of all my shoulder problems. I'm telling you. But uh, it, either way, like, it's a very tough sport. I'm proud of them, but it was kind of disheartening to not come out with the gold this, this mm -hmm. Olympics, which is kind of rare for USA. Yeah, yeah. You know? It is, especially in gymnastics. We're the heavy yeah. favorite. Um, swimming is kind of, they've done what they're supposed to do for the most yes, part. Yeah. Katie Ledecky with a gold medal swim last night in the 1,500 meters. That swim is an endurance swim. I don't yeah, know if you watched it or not. I watched it, and it was over 10 minutes of a swim. And actually, yeah. we got the silver medal, too. Um, Sullivan come in and got the silver, so we got gold and silver in that. Hey, that's awesome. Yeah, you know? yeah. So I she's done like, great. Uh, well. I didn't watch it, but I did read about it earlier today um, when I had a break from work. You know, I'll admit yep. that I, I was kind of looking for it. You know, um, but yeah, swimming's doing very well. They're still not done yet, right? They still no, they're still more swimming tonight. Yeah, I was like, I could have sworn there were more events. Relay, I believe the men's eight hundred meters is tonight as well. Um, That's usually so one Caleb Dressel is, is, I believe, scheduled to swim tonight for a okay. medal. He's our top swimmer. We won the 4 by 100 meters on Sunday night, and um, Caleb Dressel started the relay and had a big, big time, but it was really, really close. And then Zach Apple, who I'll, I never heard of coming into the Olympics. He wasn't one that, you know, they, they had talked a lot about. You, know, you hear about Katie Ledecky, Caleb Dressel. All that um, Lydia King, Lily King on the women's side. Yeah. Uh, but he come in and swam the best turn of anyone on really? the team to close out the win. He finished wow. it out. I mean, it, emphatically. So remember that name, Zach Apple. Finished that name. I finished that run and, and won the gold um, with a really, really good. Um, That's so awesome. 100 meters. It was awesome. It was awesome the way he turned, the way he swam. So. 
that's the thing to keep in mind. He's a rookie, so I mean, I don't. He swam last night too, but I don't know how many more events he's scheduled to swim. But um, he definitely was good on that and helped bring on the gold. Mm -hmm. um, I do know that indoor volleyball men have not been doing too great. No, no, the women uh, have though. The women have so far. They won Argentina. Really good. Won over. They swept Argentina. Yeah, I watched they that. Did. That was yeah. really awesome to see. Um, yeah. I have been keeping tabs on that one. Haven't been able to physically watch it because I don't I don't have cable, sadly. Yeah. But um, I have been trying to keep tabs on everything, you know, as much as I can. But, I, yeah, men's, men's indoor volleyball has not been doing too great. Out uh, Beach volleyball, it's a little questionable. It's a mixed bag. It really, now, I really watched Ross is. and Kleiman win um, yeah. their first match. Mm -hmm. um, and then I believe Dollhouser and um, I forget his partner's name, but I believe they won as well um, when I watched. Oh, I'm forgetting. And there was another too. American team. I, I'm, their names are escaping me too on the women's side. I know yeah. Ross and Kleiman, but I don't, but they also won their first match I watched. Now, I don't know. Yes, on the women's um, side, uh, both teams. Are still doing really good. Uh, April and uh, or Ross and her partner, they are yep. going, they're scheduled to play on Friday, so I'm really excited about that. Tomorrow evening, because tonight or today they uh, the men's volleyball beach team. Oh, which one was it? One lost and one won. Mm -hmm. um, they're not. No one's scheduled for tomorrow. And then um, I do know for a fact that. Ross and her partner are scheduled for Friday, so mm -hmm. that's going to be mm -hmm. super, super exciting to watch. And I want to say um, the men's teams are playing as well. Or was it – I can't remember exactly, but I do know that for the most part, everybody, if not at least two teams, are playing on Friday mm -hmm. for sure. So that's going to be some fun stuff to watch. Um, yeah, Ross and her partner are playing against the Netherlands, I think. Mm-hmm. And E.D. is yep. that the Netherlands? Yes. Yes. Yeah. Okay. You're I right. You're right. <laughs> yep. Yep. You're right. You're right. Yep. But um, I did see that they're playing them, and that's going to be a good game. So far, they are the favorite, but you never know. Yep. Yep. Should be good. So another week of uh, Olympics. We're going second week. We'll have track and field stuff going on. Yep. That's exciting. Um, it's going to be fun. So I like watching that as well. And again, men's basketball. Their next game is Saturday morning at seven o'clock a.m. Central Time against the Czech Republic. Mm -hmm. And they may have clinched a spot in the quarterfinals already with their point differential, but it's not guaranteed. If they do win, then they're in the quarterfinals. So at least they're going to have a chance to play for gold, even though they've lost yeah. two exhibition games, lost the opening game to France. they still got a chance to bring home the gold if they can either win Saturday or just get on their point differential. But I I just I just say go ahead and win Saturday just to make sure. Pretty much, yeah. Just to go in there with a little bit of momentum at least. Yeah. Because you don't sure. want to lose the Czech Republic and France no. and then go and expect to win the gold there. You don't really want to have to do that. So, all right. So before we get into our random topic, um, NBA draft is tomorrow night, um, 7 p.m. on ESPN, ABC, and NBA TV. The Detroit Pistons have the first pick. Are widely expected to take Oklahoma State guard Kate Cunningham with the first pick, even though there's talks that they could move out of that pick. And they really like Jalen Green as well, the second-ranked prospect on most boards, um, along with Evan Moley. Uh, the Oklahoma City Thunder had the sixth pick not too long after that uh, for Thunder fans such as myself around here, which I know there's quite a bit. Uh, they also had the 16th and 18th pick in the first round. And in the second round, they had the 34th, 36th, and 55th, 55th pick. 
So six picks overall, but there's talks they could be trading up. Um, they also like Evan Mobley, USC center. If they don't trade up, I believe they're going to take either UConn guard James Booknight or possibly Jonathan Kaminga, a forward, a highly rated forward that played in the G League this past year for the Ignite, a place where Jalen Green also played. And a lot of the top high school prospects, if they don't go to college, are playing for the G League Ignite team. So those are two players to keep in mind if the Thunder don't trade up. So they got a lot of future picks. They could. So kind of keep an eye on that. Tomorrow night, 7 p.m. Central. Um, definitely be following that. All right. Do we have a random topic today? I know we just did a podcast Friday, so I don't know if we had a regular random, full random topic or devotion. I don't know what you had planned. Uh, you didn't really have to since we're doing it, you know, kind of quick. Yeah. Back and back to back because we had to take a little break of everything else going on um, in June. But if you have one, let, we can do it. No. Okay. So I actually, I'm pretty sure today was supposed to be some sort of like holiday that's not like a national holiday. You know, but anyways, did you know that July 25th was National Parents Day? Was it? On Luke's birthday, National Apparently, Parents Day. How fitting. I was like, what? How fitting. Well, no. National Parents Day, and I didn't even know about it. No. Nope. You know, our birth month has no holidays. Well, I mean, they they're, where would there be room? I mean, me and your birthday, that's that pretty well takes up all the space. I know, right? That sucks Plus, up all the oxygen in the month, so I don't know true. what. Plus, it's my great-grandmother's no birthday. Me and her share the same birthday. My yep. mom's birthday's on there. My great-grandfather's yep. birthday is in August. And my brother's birthday is in August. Like, there's a lot of August peoples. Not gonna lie. We've got a lot of August yep. birthdays. Yep. And I want to say my great-aunt Nisha, too. Is <laughs> in there, not gonna lie. I'm like, man, there's a lot of us. We got a lot of <laughs> special days. Okay, what special day is today? Wednesday. That's all it is. Yeah. Okay, today is just a Wednesday. It's great. Um, but yeah, so I was going to look up that kind of stuff, but anyways. Okay, so can we go? Okay, so for everybody that obviously cannot see us, which is literally everyone. Yep. Um, they have no idea where we're at. Yeah. Nope, right now. Nope. We could be in the football press box again for all they know, but we're for not. For all they know, but we are not. Everybody, we are in the president's dining hall. We're moving yep. up in the world. But you know what? I want to rename this place. The president's dining hall. I want to rename it. Because I see that we have all of the presidents of Fringe University here, right? Mm -hmm. That's pretty special. Mm -hmm. You know, I think that's pretty great. So I think we should have a special name for this place. You want to know what I want to call it? The Hall of Presidents. <laughs> so basically, it's similar to what it is now. Exactly. It, it's but like, you already kind of changed. You already kind of changed it because the official title is the President's Dining Room, the PDR. Ooh. I mean, it's, I mean, it's literally abbreviated PDR. And Alan Eberwein, I mean, Alan was talking about using it for this. He we call it the he calls it the PDR. So if Alan's listening, I mean, he he's probably saying morning. Yeah, it's President's Dining Room. Okay, so instead of the President's Dining Room, and you know, I feel like we should call this the Hall of Presidents. So is it is room. it <laughs> is it a playoff of <laughs> is it a playoff of like Hall of Fame? No, oh, it's not. No. That's not where you got that at. You know, 
You know where I actually got this from? Disney's Hall of Presidents. <laughs> well, I that's literally. I should have known. Even though I've never like heard of. I don't know what you're talking about, but I should have known it had something to do with Disney. Yeah, I want. I can't remember. I want to say it's like a walkthrough kind of like museum. I don't remember. I don't think it's a ride. I want. I'm pretty positive it's just a walkthrough museum. But anyway, um, and it's literally a Hall of Presidents. Yeah. It's literally every single president of the United States, including. But not limited to President Biden, Donald Trump, Obama, yep. but all the way down to George Washington. Yeah. You know, and all of them. John, John Adams. And that's Disney? That's, that's awesome. Disney. Yeah. It's really, really fun. And uh, um, it's actually one of my, like, favorite break places to go whenever you're walking around the world. Because it's, I want to say it's at Epcot. I sworn it was at Epcot, or it's in Liberty Square in Magic Kingdom. I can't fully remember anymore, because I want to say it's moved places as well. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah it, it's cray-cray. I'm pretty positive, though, it's in the um, United States part of Epcot's World Showcase, um, which actually features quite a few countries, and I can actually name every single country. It's pretty awesome. I've been there way too many times. <laughs> 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 it's so much fun though I, I you know and now that I'm older getting to walk around Epcot and the world showcase like it just, it hits differently than whenever you're like a little kid you know because like does, I feel like at Epcot like you have to really be kind of like into science and learning about different things you know because like I think of Epcot as like it's more of like a learning experience Kind of in a way. Like, I mean, like, they have, like, um, Mission Space there. They have um, the, the Soarin ride, which you're flying around the world, basically. They have the, um, oh, like, it's, it's living with the land. It's like a little boat ride that takes you around and teaches you all about the earth and stuff like that. But, and there's, like, a lot of other stuff there, too, that's very, um, Sciency and just space and figuring out all about the earth kind of you know so I mean and then to just walk around the different countries there it, it hits differently you know like you know you're not actually in that country you know like you you know you're not actually in France yeah you're not actually right. in the United Kingdom but you know what but like it's, it's so much fun you let your imagination though take over on you it. really do and in all honesty the more <laughs> I think because, like, I am such a history person, and now I'm really hardcore getting into um, international stuff. Um, I just think it's so, so cool to go to Epcot and just walk around the world. Like, I could probably spend all day at Epcot walking around the world and have zero problems at all. <laughs> <laughs> you know? So, I mean, why did I even bring that up again? Oh, yeah, Hall of Presidents. So, I want to rename this room the Hall of Presidents. Because at Disney, play off of Disney, that makes some sense. At Disney, they have the Hall of Presidents, and I think that we should have our own little spinoff of that. You know, the Friends Hall of Presidents, our friendly Hall of Presidents. What? Now you're getting Not better and better. Well, yeah, right. Yep. Like I think that that would be so so cool, so awesome. I'm sure President Kerry, she might listen to this and be like, "What on earth?" Is she talking about? But you know what? It's fun. It's a good time, you know? But 
I don't know. And then I'm almost like, are we missing a president or two? Like, I have no idea what's going on. <laughs> I couldn't tell you. But, like, I like how the paintings over the years have kind of, like, gotten, like, semi better. Semi uh -huh. more, like, okay, took a picture, like, an actual photograph, you know, <laughs> versus, okay, we legit painted this. I know it's actually painted, but, <laughs> you know, like, it's like, look at the last two. Like, look at President Kerry and, yep. um, yep. President Art, I think is who, what, TJ something? I don't mm -hmm. know. Um, and then you go to the guy right next to him, and it's like, hmm. <laughs> <laughs> okay, what do those last two do? I mean, like, hey, I want their artist, you know? <laughs> pretty good, yep. It's pretty awesome. But you know what? I just think it would be so cool to name this place the Friendly Hall, President's Hall, or whatever. Friendly Hall of Presidents. The All Friends right. Hall of Presidents. Well, if anyone's out, fun. well, whoever's out there listening, if they have the, the, the connections, maybe they can get on that if they like it. And, I know, right? I think that would be If fun. they get on that. And, and then when they actually rename it for the ceremony, we'll have to have you back down for the ceremony yes. and maybe speak at it. And I give would it, gladly give it a, speak at be, it. Be so the keynote speaker, the keynote I address. I would gladly so. be the keynote speaker because, I mean, if you think about it, I mean, it's not like it has a dumb reason yep. for it, you know? It's and, Disney. It's yeah. Disney. We have a fancy dinner. Pass out the invitations, keynote speaker, Morgan Raspberry. There you go. Yeah, <laughs> I'm going to tell you all why I even came up with this idea in the first place. Disney. One more. Yep. Disney. <laughs> <laughs> People will yep. look at me like, what the heck is going on here? But you know what? I think it would be so cool to name this place the Hall of Presidents. Like, come on. Where else can you say you have a Hall of Presidents? Yeah, yeah. You know, like, legit, it's... A Hall of Presidents. Friendly Hall of Presidents. Hall of Presidents and Friends and or something. Friends. Yeah. You know, I That's just... basically just President. So that, I know, right? <laughs> Hall of Presidents may be the, the way to go with this. I so. think so, too, honestly. I like it. I like it. Okay, President Kerry, we're doing this. We got to get this started. <laughs> yeah, that's all my randomness now. That was very good random, spiel though. of... Everything. In our in our in our penultimate podcast of the summer, our next to last one, you really brought it with the randomness. So. I think I did too. In all honesty, you're trying to leave a legacy name. here, and that you know legacy—that's a big word, you know. I don't yeah. know about a legacy, but yeah. But yeah, I don't know. All right, so do we have a full-blown devotion, or, or we actually do? Because okay. my mom actually sent me this one. Um, and I got to listen to it because, like, I kind of fell a little bit behind on some of our of my devotional podcasts, you know. Yeah. I'm getting back into it. Well, you know, because, hey, like, you know, sometimes life does get in the way. I know that's not a great yeah. excuse to the bit yeah. to the big man upstairs, you know. Yeah. But yeah. I mean, like, we're we're human. Mm -hmm. We know that, you know. But uh, my mom sent this one to me, and uh, just because, like, I mean. It's it's kind of been like a little bit of a rough time for me, you know, like everything's changing, everything's moving around, you know, and um, it, you know, it just, sometimes it can be hard. Yeah. But yeah. Other times, hang on, where did it go? Hang on, I lost it. Sorry, <laughs> that was a weird singing motion there, but uh. But anyways, so 
So, you know, bless you. I don't remember if I have done this one with you guys. I don't think I did. Well, no matter. It kind of does, you know? Like, I feel like it matters. <coughs> but, um... Doo -doo -doo -doo. Anyways, okay, so... My mom, again, my mom said this one to me, and, um, it's just, it's, it, it's, it, this one, this one hits a little differently, you know, like, in a good way, in a positive way. It's a very positive one, I feel like. Um, so, yeah, let's get into it. So, once again, all of my podcast, all, all, if not majority of my, of my, uh, podcast, wow, I'm sorry, why I keep wanting yeah. to say that, I don't know, all, if not majority of my devotions. But you get it from the podcast. So from that, I, my I, big life devotional <laughs> podcast. That's where I get them from, you know, so give them credit for credits too. But anyways, this one is called, This Light is for You. So... 1 John 1, 5. In him there is light. There is no darkness at all. God, ha God, doesn't, whew, God doesn't have a dark side. He's not trying to punish you or get back at you. He's not out to get you. He's not angry at you. Nor is he ignoring you. Everything God does is for a purpose. Which is... Very true. Like, mm -hmm. I mean, there, in him there is light. There is no darkness. Like, there's no darkness at all. Yeah, yeah. You know? So, like, God... I just had, like, a, a Star Wars reference that's come to the dark side, you know? Like, no, like, that's not... We don't have Darth Vader over here as our father, you know? Like, <laughs> come on, you know that was a good one. That was good. That was a good one. But, uh... Because he's not, there's no darkness inside of him. And even though, okay, sometimes there are challenges out there and it feels like sometimes there is a punishment, but he's not angry with you. He's not out to get you. Then he's not even like ignoring you. Like he's not trying to punish you or get back at you. He's not ignoring you. Everything God does is for a purpose. Yeah. And sometimes we don't get that answer right away. His purposes are good towards you. Because as a believer and follower of Christ, you have been completely covered by him and his sacrifice. When God sees you, he sees his son or his daughter. He sees a fully righteous, covered, paid for, priceless child whom he loves so, so much. He does. He truly does. And um, there are times in our lives where it can feel, it can feel dark, you know. Mm -hmm. And I'm not going to lie, there are times where we want to think that God is mad at us or he's punishing us for something that we have done. You know, but I'm going to let y'all in on a little secret. That's not God. That is that is not God. That is that is the devil at work. Mm -hmm. Okay? Right. Obviously, right. the devil sees something inside of you that you can't see. And he wants you to think 
that your father, your creator, the person who loves you so, so much is coming down on you. When he's not, if anything, he is maybe not answering at that moment mm -hmm. for a reason, for a purpose. We are growing. People may have a dark side. Their motives and intentions may be for personal gain, and you may get used in the process. That's, that does happen. Like People get angry with each other and lash out in painful ways. People say they will be there, then they're nowhere to be found. All of this teaches us to be defensive and watch our backs. And many, and maybe people have taught you no one can be trusted, but that's not God. I'm telling you, that's not God. That's, that is the devil's work in process because he sees something inside of you that you're, that you have, you don't see yet. You know, mm -hmm. if only we knew what the devil saw in us. If only we knew what God saw in us. Mm -hmm. You know, because the devil's sitting there saying, man, I am fearful of her or him because of what I know they're capable of doing. And God's sitting there saying, no, I am proud. I am proud of who they are and who they can become. You know, so the devil is going to keep tearing us down and tearing us down and making us feel worthless and lose that light that we are thinking we see in God. You know, mm -hmm. the devil wants us to lose the light, you know, to come to the dark side, you know. Like, yeah, no, that's like good. That's, that's, that's really, that's the way it is. I that's mean, literally If we like, could see the way, see us the way God sees us, it would change completely our perspective on everything. Mm -hmm with us it really would yeah like we don't have to go through life like being on the defensive side with god you know or of god defensive side of god sorry like we're we're always like having these walls up mm -hmm. you know like and having all of these boundaries in which we're tiptoeing around he is your father and let me tell you one thing for sure he loves you. He doesn't want you to be afraid. He doesn't want you to be defensive with him. Mm -hmm. You know, like he doesn't want you to have your walls put up and he's on the opposite side of your walls. He wants to be the per he's that person that is going to tear down your walls. Yep. Right. You know, That's I mean good. like and one one of my favorite songs um Oh, now I'm drawing a blank to it. Wow. Uh, overwhelming, never. Reckless love. Thank yeah, you. Reckless love of God. Yep. That's, that's a good song. Yep. Yes. Like in there, it's, it even talks about how like there's no shadow you will not like tear down. There's no, there's no wall you can't tear down. Like, or while you can't climb something, whatever, I'm drawing a blank to the words for some strange and odd reason, but I know what I'm talking about, I promise. Uh, but there's no lie you can't tear down and um, just like, coming after me, you know, like your light is shining so bright that there's, a, there's nothing, there's no darkness that can overcome it. Like, he is 
Like, you are his child. And he loves his child. You can... You can literally bank on it. Like, he, I mean, it even tells you, like, there's so many places in the Bible that it tells you all of that, you know? Like, but sometimes it does, like, and I'm going to go back a little bit negative, you know? But, like, sometimes it is kind of hard to feel like you are being heard, you know? Like, I mean, there's also another song from a movie that it talks about, um... Like, out of, if there are a million people down on their knees praying to you, how do you know it's me? You know, like, sometimes it can feel like he can't hear us, but you know what? He has heard you. He sees exactly what is going on in your world. He holds your world in the palm of his hands. He cares about you and the details of your life, and he is moving on your behalf. God hears you. And he is moving mountains for you right now. He is working. Say, like, he is literally working to having us this, this beautiful and wonderful and blessed life. We may not see the manifestation of the mountains just quite yet, mm -hmm. you know. But he's, he's moving them. And he's opening doors for us. He's opening the moments in which we need to go to. We know? have to remember God's never silent. No, he's not. It may seem like he has because we don't, you know, maybe not see it at the moment, but he's always working behind the scenes, lining up the right steps and opportunities, and it's always it's always going to work out. He's always, always working. Yes. He's never totally silent. He's not. And then, like, even though, like, some, some things just take time, you know, but... Not for God, because God knows the process. He knows the time that is coming in. He knows when it's time. You yep. know? Yep. So to us, it feels like it's just taking time. But no, with God, anything is possible. And it's possible today. Maybe it's taking time because although you, you think you're ready for that breakthrough and the big answers, you know? But God knows you're not really ready. And sometimes... You believe you believe it takes time because where's the faith in in plans all coming together exactly? Like I, I, I'm not gonna lie, like I know there have been multiple times where my plans have not fully come together, you know. But faith thrives is that last minute down to the wire, facing the impossible with no other option but God kind of ground. Right. You know. That's like, right. that's only God ground. I remember hearing, like, when you're thinking about God's plan, a good way to look at it is, like, when you have binoculars, and you see, if you're looking to binoculars the right way, it zooms everything in. You can see it really good. You can see things that are actually far away really up close. Like, it brings mm -hmm. it all in the view. But if you look at them the wrong way, it makes things far away seem even farther away. Yep. So, with our human eyes, we're actually seeing the binoculars from a long ways away. But with God, God's seeing it right up close. Mm -hmm. Lord, that's how God, you know, sees it. Like, he has, sees everything in full view. So if you're looking at yes. it the right way, you're seeing it through God's eyes, which is really, really up close. Like, the full view of it. Like, God has not forsaken you. He sees you. He hears you, and he cares about you. 
like there is no dark side to him he is light pure pure bright white light you know and he brings that light into your life he is moving on your behalf he is working for you you may not see it manifest today but you can trust he is working like God is good to the core and there's only light in him and from him. Refuse to wander around in darkness, fearful, stressed, or anxiety ridden. Just put your finger up and say, nope, not today, Satan. You're not doing this. Thank you for your offer of darkness, but I'm going for the light. And I don't know about you, but I, I, I would rather go towards the light, you know, than going into that darkness and wandering and sitting in the darkness. You know, God's light is shining on you. It is for you. In his light, you will find your way. In his light, you will taste a fullness and beauty of life. You may, know, you may have never known before, but first... You must choose, literally choose, to step out of the darkness and into his light. There's no more hiding, no more running, no more pouting in that corner because somehow life isn't fair. No, that's the darkness. And there is no darkness in, in God. God is only light and he wants to shine in your life today. Yeah, that's correct. Absolutely. Yeah. Very good. Very good. Good as always. At my... <laughs> you sound so so enthusiastic no, about it. No, <laughs> no, just, just just intense and focused. Maybe maybe that's a better word for it. But no, very good, very good. It's a good, good thought. So yeah, it, it's one that definitely like makes you think. Like you always know it, but at the same time, it's like man. Yeah, yep. Yeah. It hits home. That's for sure. No. All right, well, this is part four of our summer podcast. We're going to have part five here coming up very, very soon with our men's basketball head coach, Austin McBeth. Uh, he will join us, and then it will be done for the summer, but then we'll be back in the fall. Um, so, again, be on the lookout for that. Brian Perez, we're, we appreciate him joining us today. And uh, let's see. I think we covered everything we need to cover. So I think so. I'm not sure. Random topic was great. Oh, thank you. Devotion was great, <laughs> as always. So I guess it's time to pray. I know it's your turn to pray because I prayed last pray. week. So I remember that now. Remember that. So go we're ahead. We're on a roll now. We're on a roll. We got it we figured got out. We got it figured out now. <laughs> we're, we go, we're on track. Yeah. It took us, like, what, almost a whole semester and a yep. couple months to figure yep. out? Yep, yep. Better late than but, never. I know, right? Dear God, thank you for always, always shining your light on us. And I ask that you continue to shine our light, shine your light on each and every single one of us. And just those who are hiding in the darkness right now, I hope that they can soon come to your light and find the joy and the happiness that you just constantly bring into our lives and all the blessings that you give to us. Um, I ask that you continue to watch over us and just to keep blessing each and every single one of us in our day-to-day -day lives. And thank you for everything that uh, Mr. Levi does here at Friends University and just in general. You know, he's, he's pretty awesome, I think, you know. But um, 
And then I pray that you just watch over all the athletes as they're traveling to um, to Kansas or to wherever they are, wherever they are in the world. You know, just um, please keep your hands on them as they are coming um, here to friends. And I hope and pray that they have a great and amazing experience here as well, because that's always a great thing and that they can grow in not only their education and academics, but also grow as a child of God in, uh, in with you. So in your name I pray. Amen. Amen. Okay. Thank you, Morgan. All right. That's going to do it for us for today. We'll be back very soon for part five of our summer podcast series. So be on the lookout for that. Stay tuned. We'll post all the details when we have it. And so have a great rest of your day and we will talk to you again soon.